This is Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield from The Lind Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Michael provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Michael Mansfield to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Financially Tuned Radio. I'm your host, Michael Mansfield. I'm a certified financial planner with the Lind Group located in Ventura, California. This week, we've got a, a pretty interesting topic. We're going to be updating everybody on the Brexit and what's happening over in Great Britain. We're going to be talking about kind of some of the facts of what's happened with the Brexit, what happened in the markets on Friday, and then certainly in general, what investors should be doing. But hey, more importantly, got my good friend co-host here, Tony Shore. Tony, thanks for joining us. How are you doing? Well, I'm doing great. And what a timely topic and a necessary one, I think. Uh, right. Our listeners out there need to know how this will affect them. And that's what you're here to do to tell us. And Michael, I know that you deal with people's finances and the markets all the time. And I know you've been uh, knee deep in uh, Brexit, the Brexit effect, as we'll call it. <laughs> uh, Quite a bit. So the past few days. So that's going to be a great topic, but I'm doing great. Thank you for having me on the show once again. This is a great topic, and of course, you're a great host. Uh, what is going on with the Lynn Group? How's everything there? You know, things are busy. Um, obviously, a lot of work. Things stay busy in the summertime as people's schedules change. You know, we have more people coming in for summer reviews and whatnot. But certainly, when something like the Brexit happens, you know, we want to make sure that our clients, the customers, the people we work with stay very abreast on the information, the topics. Because let's be fair, a lot of times things are very emotional. Um, Money, even though it's an important factual piece of life, there's a lot of emotion associated with it. What's happening in my retirement accounts? What's happening in my 401k? What's happening around the world? Should I be scared? Shouldn't I be scared? There's a lot that goes into this stuff. And so that's why we wanted to spend some time, obviously, emphasizing this topic today, because it's a huge one. You know, what what happened on June 23rd with this Brexit vote for the you know United Kingdom to leave the European Union it's unprecedented. I mean, you look at the all of the voting, all of the polling, all of the consensus for the week prior to the vote. Everybody thought that this had mellowed out, that the you know Great Britain would be staying with the EU. It was a shocker. And all of the big names, nobody really saw this coming. I mean, I was just watching a thing on Bloomberg News with Bill Gross, obviously big giant monster bond guru. Yeah, and he basically said he had he had no idea that it would happen like this. And I would say that that is that is a probably rings true with most people. But there's a bit of a contagion because when something happens that we didn't foresee, the fears creep in, the unknown creeps in. What's going on? Why is this happening? So certainly just a lot here to talk about today. But um, you know that's why I have you here, Tony, to help us with this. Well, yeah, it is. Everything I've heard from all the experts, especially here in the U.S., um, our financial experts all said, not going to happen. 
So, right, right. and I think that was the end of story, right? It's going to be voted down, so business as usual. And even Britain's own financial industry, I believe, thought the same thing. So, absolutely. So, it caught everybody off guard, and of course, anytime anything like this happens, we saw it uh, a while back with Greece when they had their financial problems, and of course, they're still going through struggles. But, um, uh, you know, the news of Greece went out, and everybody panicked, and it affected the stock market. And then China, oh, their market took a drop. Well, that affected our market, and you know, it really is. It just goes to show you, Michael, it's a global economy. And I like to look at the analogy as somebody just threw a big rock in the pond, across the <laughs> pond, so to speak, across the pond, as they say, yeah. in, in England, somebody dropped a big rock in the pond and those ripples, um, uh, there's a pretty big ripple effect. It, it, our, I remember the, the morning uh, after the vote, uh, the Dow was down, what, five, 600 points. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It was, it was quite a day. And then, and you bring up some history that is very probably relevant to this situation. In the last two years, we have had a lot of events that I would argue are more emotional than factual. The what's happening in China, the thing that's happening in Greece. All of those events really caused the U.S. stock market to decline quickly and rapidly. And then obviously it rebounded quickly and rapidly too. So a lot of times you say, well, wait a second. Was this a real market event we should have been concerned about? Or were we seeing the impact of investor emotions and the big institutional traders taking advantage of volatility? Sure which is probably more of the latter. Yeah. yeah. But in any case, you're right. Nobody saw this thing coming. On June 23rd, the uh, Great Britain votes to leave the European Union. Friday morning, markets open up the FTSE, which is in Great Britain. That was down 4.5% for the day. German's DAX was down over 7%. Japan was down almost 8%. The U.S. stock market, they did a little better, but it was a pretty traumatic day from a numbers standpoint. We were down over 600 points, about 3.5% for the day. A pretty incredible move on a daily stock market. Now, obviously, it's persisting. The markets are still down and whatnot. But really, the question goes back to now what? Because I think that that's where some of the decline, some of the contagion comes from. Britain has voted to leave the European Union. The European Union is a coalition of 28 countries. Now, everything that we're reading and seeing says that this process, first of all, no one's ever gone through this process. I think the EU has been in existence for almost 30 years. No one's ever left it before. Um, but they're saying the process of going through this and unwinding what's already been wound up could take over two years. Because there's so many things to talk about. What do you do with immigration? What do you do with trade? What do you do with commerce rules? Um, it's a pretty big thing to sort out. It's a See, mess. After, oh, yeah. Yeah. And and that's a lot of why the, the market reacted so quickly and so harshly is because people just don't even know what to expect. With the UK leaving the EU, really what they're saying is they will no longer benefit from tree, uh, excuse me, free trade provisions you know, with the EU countries. The UK is going to have to go in and renegotiate that, whether they renegotiate it, you know, one country at a time with their neighbors, with other countries, with the US. They don't have any automatic trade deals after the Brexit actually happens. That's totally interesting because you look at a place like London. London yeah. is a major global financial center. I mean, it's yeah. huge. They could suffer big consequences if they try to isolate themselves from any type of 
global trade and all that type of stuff. Now, it's kind of interesting because the consensus believes the consequences of a Brexit would land a lot harder on the UK than the rest of the world. And I think that that's probably true is what they've done, even though they're pursuing independence and all of that stuff, the, I think the end all be all result is going to be most challenging for them than the rest of the world. Yep. Um, but one of the focuses obviously of today's topic of, of my clients concerns and the people we work with is how does this Brexit affect the U S economy and investment markets? Um, that's a, that's a, I think that I just I made a, a can of worms comment. there trying to open this stuff up, but the biggest concern, the reason the market's falling is a very specific thought. It's uncertainty. It's the, we don't know what's going on. Nobody knows what's going on. And that fear creates the panic. You know, and it's interesting because I would argue that in periods of uncertainties, investors, they tend to have the risk off bias in their investments. They want to be more defensive. They get scared. They get concerned. They move out of equities. And we've seen this huge in the last few days. Ever since the Brexit happened on the 23rd, look at the U.S. 10-year Treasury. The thing is below 1.5%. It's at the lowest of lowest of lowest. Now, that's... Mm. If you're in bonds, that's a good thing. If you want to buy a house, that's an awesome thing right now. If you want to buy a car, if you have any big purchases, now's the time to do it. I heard a gal talking on the radio this morning saying that you can get a five-day stay in a hotel with round-trip tickets to um, London right now for 900 bucks. So <laughs> it might be a good time to travel. Wow. You know, those are the positives. Yeah. The other thing that happens, though, is is the relationship of the strength of the U.S. dollar. See, it, the a strong dollar hurts U.S. Ex- exporters because it makes goods more expensive and less competitive in overseas markets. And so when overseas sales are worth less and then come back and are converted to the U.S. dollars from a weaker international currency, this does have a true effect on the bottom line of U.S. corporate profits. So I would argue that that's one of our main concerns is if other countries show instability, just like Moody's on, gosh, it might have been on Friday, the, the 24th, announced that they're reducing Great Britain's um, rating to negative. All of those types of things affect currency, affect the stability and profitability of companies. And so we have big conversion issues with currencies. And that's something that we have to watch. We'll want to see how they manifest in our quarterly returns of all of our S&P 500 companies. But, you know, it's funny. Obviously, it sounds big, sounds scary, a lot, a lot of moving parts with this. Look at the math. You know, Ben Stein was on CNN over the weekend, you know, big economist, everybody knows him. Um, and he was talking about this stuff. But when you look at the math behind all of this, Europe directly accounts for only 9% of the S&P 500 corporate sales. So, it's a decent amount, but remember, that's all of Europe. And when you look at where that 9% of corporate sales comes from on the S&P 500, a good portion of it comes from things like food, drugs, beverages, stuff like that, which to be fair, is less likely to be disrupted than perhaps other things. Even when you look at the S&P 500, it's only exposed to the United Kingdom by 2.9%. So that's not a big percentage on our U.S. indexes. 
You know, the, the biggest effect that they have are energy and technology, but still there's not a huge exposure. So this goes back to the Greece thing. It goes back to the Greece contagion. You know, when everyone was freaking out about Greece defaulting, the total outstanding debt that Greece had was like just over $400 billion. Well, wait a second. That's not that much money for the U.S. government. You know, they, they spend that on a Tuesday. So what was really the big deal? Well, a lot of it was, once again, the unknown, was the uncertainty, the concern. Does this lead to something else? Does this lead to a bigger problem? So a lot happened. So yeah. June 24th goes down in infamy. June 24th, the morning after the Brexit vote, stock market dropped. You mentioned that, Tony. In the morning, it was down 500 points. It kind of recovered almost 300 points down. By the end of the day, it closed at just over, I think, 610 points. Well, when you look at the global markets and we look at the S&P Global Index, the world lost $2 trillion on June 24th. So this is the new Black Friday. This is the worst day that the stock markets have ever seen. You even go back into the 2008 time periods with the crisis. The worst record sell-off that they had in 2008 was September of 08. The markets lost in one day 1.9 trillion. So we just set a new record. Wow. Pretty scary, right? Yeah. Pretty emotional. That's a lot of money for the the world to erase. But the fallout from the Brexit, you know, the Dow Jones was down 600 points. Interesting fact, Bloomberg's Billionaires Index, the, the world's uh, top 400 wealthiest investors, in one day they lost $127 billion. Wow. I know, but nobody feels bad for them. No, the, um, but it's a lot of money. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. But, you know, if you're on the, the top 400 list, I guess, you know, you've got a cushion. Yeah, um, you must have a pretty, that's a pretty big cushion. Yeah, but I would argue Brexit is the biggest global monetary shock that we've had since 08. I mean, this is pretty historic because a lot of it has to fall back to the theme of it was so unprecedented, it wasn't expected, we didn't see it coming. What what now what, right? Right. Um, But it's like I said, and I made the point earlier, one of the things that that is manifested so incredibly is just the government bonds. Everybody is running to all of the safe haven investments and the bond yields are falling, falling, falling. It's incredible right now. So if you want to buy a house or refinance your house, like I said, you you better run out and and make it happen. Yeah. Wow. And, you know, if it yeah, this could really I mean, because even though it makes up a small portion of the S&P 500, it has a huge impact uh, globally just because right. uh, London is the largest financial center, especially for Europe. And right. uh, it really had us a big impact. And it'll be interesting to see where this goes. I think the so many people didn't even understand what they were voting for. And that's the sad part. Well, yeah, and isn't it amazing even by Sunday there were over three million dollars or excuse me, three million votes for for them to have a revote. So they were doing a petition and they were racking up names pretty quickly. So yeah. I think I think that nobody realized they spent more time talking about the problems of staying versus the reality of leaving. I think that that would probably be a a safe statement. We have to take a quick commercial break. Michael, let the folks know how to get a hold of you and set up that complimentary, no cost, no obligation meeting. Sure. And you can help them out in person. 
Yeah, certainly. If you have any questions, give our office a call, 805-500-7035. You can visit us on our website, thelindgroup.com. Our whole goal is to help you build a financial plan, a comprehensive retirement income cash flow plan that shows you how to balance your assets, how to be diversified, how to draw them down for income, and how to mitigate the concerns that all retirees have of, of being of worrying about outliving their money. So give our office a call, 805-500-7035. Throughout our working years, we attempt to accumulate as many eggs as possible into our retirement nest. Unfortunately, many people spend their energy focusing on how to accumulate a large retirement nest egg without giving any thought to where their retirement assets should be invested. At The Lynn Group, we have put together a simple way for you to group your retirement assets. To learn ways you can protect your nest egg, Download a complimentary color of money report at financiallytunedradio.com or call us today at 805-500-7035. And welcome back to Financially Tuned. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and our host is Michael Mansfield from the Lind Group. Now, Michael, you've been talking to us about the Brexit vote in England, and that is England voting to no longer be a part of the European Union or the right. the EU as it is. And we've been talking a little bit about how that can affect everybody and the market volatility that has ensued. But if people work with you, your clients aren't so worried about this because you really help your clients when you work with them so they don't have to worry as much about market volatility uh, because you're never going to recommend that somebody put all their money in the market, are you? You're absolutely right, Tony. The, the reality is, is when you build a proper retirement plan and you segment out people's assets and you see when they need income and they need cash flow and you don't become too aggressive with the income buckets versus the growth and inflation buckets and all of that stuff, things make sense and things work out. Obviously, we were talking in the last segment about how the markets around the world lost over $2 trillion on Friday, June 24th. Wow. That only affects people that are in the stock market that are all in. You know, if you had all your money in, in the S&P 500, 100% of it, you had a pretty rough day. If you were also weighted in Europe and other places, you had a pretty rough day. The reality is most people, most retirees aren't invested like that. And so that's something that we work with you to make sure that you have the right balance, that when things do go haywire, you don't feel the full effect of them. And you certainly don't feel the full effect of this stuff on the accounts that you need for your income to get that monthly paycheck coming in. So we're very conscious and very careful with that stuff. It's very interesting to me that even in these types of events, we really don't get that many calls from clients. I don't get a lot of panicked or feared or what happened or how much money did I lose because everything is balanced in a manner that makes sense. My clients have stocks, they have bonds, we have ETFs. We have all of these investments, but we try to design a plan that takes into account a lot of contingencies. If the market goes down, I certainly don't want the accounts that I'm using for my income to go down. Conversely, if the market goes up, I want my growth and inflation and long-term and all that stuff to go up as much as we can get out of it. So you have to put the time into the plan. But per today's theme, it does bring us back to what should people be doing right now? Because there's a lot happening in the yeah. markets. People are concerned right now. The, the blood's in the streets. And there's always people that I go to when I'm looking for third-party quotes, information, thoughts. Uh, some people I respect in the industry. Um, the big one being Jack Bogle, 
founder of Vanguard. You know, he's a very old gentleman at this point in his 80s. Been around a long time. He's seen a lot of stuff, a lot of market cycles. And so I always think he has good good information. And he was actually interviewed last week um, in by, uh, it looks like, Yahoo Finance. Legends Jack Bogle and Bert... Malcolm agree that investors shouldn't do right now what they shouldn't do right now. So there's an article on them. And so obviously we know Bert McKeel, I always say his name wrong, but he was the author. He's the one that wrote a random walk down Wall Street. And, you know, he said at first, he said, look, this is not 2008. The worst thing investors can do is to panic and sell out. <laughs> you know, hey, that's an sure. economist. I, I don't disagree yeah. with that. You don't, you never panic. What you yeah. do is you start thinking. Yeah. Okay. What's going on? How does this affect me? What's happening in my accounts? Do I need to change something? Why, when, where, all that fun stuff. Then when you get to kind of Jack Bogle's thoughts, you know, because this was a great article about him. What, what was his advice when interviewed on Friday, June 24th? Markets imploding. What, what would Jack do? Don't do something. Just stand there. Don't be distracted <laughs> by market opinions, stampedes, and foolishness. So do nothing. Bogle says it's vital to remember that if you got out during the depth of the 0809 market collapse after the meltdown of 9/11 or even 9/11, you missed the huge gains in the following years. And then he makes a funny comment. He says, "If someone tells you to get out of the market before you do, remind them to tell you when to get back in." Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's the that's yeah. the stickler, isn't it? Uh, there's two yeah. sides to that coin. If you if you get out, because you're panicked and it's dropping, number one, you're getting out when it's going down or low, and that's right. the opposite of what you should do. And number two, when are you going to get back in? So, Well, but that, but that's the reality is, who knows? Get out the crystal ball, just like what happened on Friday, June 24th. It went against what everybody believed. I mean, the benefit of mm -hmm. the market falling 600 points, not that that was a benefit. I should take that back. But the reality was the days leading up to Friday, June 24th, the market was still up, you know, four or 500 points because it was right. leading into everything's going to be okay. So on a lot of different fronts, it was more of a cancellation of any gains. Um, more specifically, though, Jack Bogle's firm, Vanguard, they actually sent out a letter to clients said it may take several years for the specifics of the Brexit to play out. The best way for investors to protect themselves against the market uncertainty is to hold a diversified portfolio, the note said. Said for people that have anxiety around their 401ks and investments, don't be too aggressive. Balance, balance, balance. That's what the letter says. Mm -hmm. And doesn't that play to just some really common sense themes? It's easy to get scared. It's easy to get upset. Can anybody remember all the way back in time to January of 2016 earlier this year? What happened? We had the worst stock market open ever. The market imploded. It went straight down to the floor. It fell for five weeks. Everyone was screaming recession. They were screaming it was all over. They said, this is it. Oh my gosh, what are we going to do? And what happened? Oh, it went back up yep. because you know. quarterly earnings came out. Companies proved that they were still reasonably stable. Economic data in the United States wasn't as scary it or recovered. recessionary as people said. It recovered. Mm -hmm. You go back to the summer of last year, that's what happened. You go back to the, the, the fall of 14, that's what happened. Markets go up, markets go down. The question is, 
Will this be a sustained market decline like in 08, like in early 2000s? Those are the things that we're concerned about. We decide if that's coming to life based on economic data, not based on stock market stampedes. If the economic data in, on the U.S. government, U.S. country is indicating things are slowing down, recessions are coming into place, that's when we have real concerns. If we turn on the news and there's a true financial crisis developing, obviously remember 07, 08, what was happening? All of a sudden, a million people or more, you know, they were defaulting on their mortgages. It created a huge calamity. Early 2000s, people, the dot-com bust blew up. You know, people were paying thousands of percentile more than they should for the value of a tech company. Wow. All of this stuff led to, decline in U.S. economic data. It led to banks going out of business. It led to people losing their homes and all kinds of wildness. We don't have that going on right now. If you if you look at U.S. economic data, what's happening right now? The Federal Reserve is still teasing everybody that they're raising rates. Econ 101 says the only reason the feds would raise rates is because the economy is doing well. So until we get derogatory information, we have to assume the stock market will will return to its mean. It will normalize. This extreme down will be be normalized soon. Yeah. And, and Unless that's data important. gets worse. Yeah. And either way, you should have a financial professional and planner that you trust that can sit down with you. And Because everybody's situation is different, so it's going to affect everyone differently. And you can help Absolutely. guide them through these murky waters. Um we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to add, Michael, before we have to go? There's just so much here. I mean, obviously, retirement planning, dealing with your investments, dealing with your taxes, your estate planning, your legacy, your kids. Should I buy a house? Should I buy a car? All decisions are big and important. The most successful people that I've ever met were successful because they put time thinking about what they were going to do next. They put time into thinking about, am I making an emotional decision or am I making a decision that makes sense financially and factually? I would argue that I realize the emotions are here. I'm as invested as my clients are in our portfolios. My money goes up, it goes down. I understand the, the hemming and the hawing of the markets and the emotions that derive from that. If you don't have a plan in place, you're selling without a compass. Mm. Give our office a call, 805-500-7035. I'll be more than happy to help you go through our process. We'll help bring in an income plan. We'll show you how to maximize social security, pensions, incomes, what's coming in from the world, how much you need in retirement, how to fill income gaps, how to segment assets. There's so much work to do. And if you just put the time in, you will have confidence. You will have confidence through these types of markets. You will have confidence no matter what it is with any decision you're making. So give our office a call, 805-500-7035. Um, you can certainly visit our website, thelindgroup.com, but would love to hear from you. All right. Well, this has been a great show, but that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Michael Mansfield of The Lind Group. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Michael Mansfield at The Lind Group. Call 805-500-7035 or visit their website at financiallytunedradio.com. 
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Michael Mansfield and the Lind Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency. 